it wasn't until I brought this duffel bag of beer to my buddies that I realized <laughs> bad stuff was happening war. in Vietnam. Yeah, war you're in a fucking so. war zone, idiot. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. The story is ludicrous. You can imagine where it goes from here. Fixes the cable. It is the end of the year. It is Black Dog Video. That and the year, by the way, is 2022. Was that I the think year? that was the huh. year that was. This is uh, Black Dog Video. That makes us the Black Dog Video After Dark podcast. And this is our very special, mostly the best and some of the worst and other stuff of 22 episodes of 22 episodes uh, made, like that, yeah. of the year. That made no fucking sense <laughs> of the year. 2022. My name is Dylan Reimer. I am a stand-up comic living here in Vancouver, and I occasionally I, I was working at Black Dog Video <sighs> until I couldn't anymore. Um, but we still do this podcast. And sitting to my right, as always, is I'm Alex Chisholm, former employee of Black Dog Video, uh, current employee of uh, the Rio Theater on Broadway and Commercial in East Van, and also a full-time yawner during this uh, podcast. Apparently. Much to very yawning. Darren's yeah. chagrin and hurt <laughs> eyes. Well, at least you he turned to me. Do we bore you? He was <laughs> Dude, at least crestfallen. At least you progressed from eating chips on podcasting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just wait till the next one. All right. Yeah. You're going to eat like a steak he's, or something? No, yeah. he's going to bring in a big bowl of fa noodle soup, <laughs> slurping away. <laughs> Um, I'm Darren Gay over here. I used to own Black Dog Video, but I closed it down to get these guys out of my shop. And uh, yeah, well, and now them. we're in, now we're in your home. Now, now, now yeah. they've, they've migrated to my house. We're in uh, my living room in uh, in uh, dark. Uh, I think it's raining out. Uh, cool Vancouver on a December night, doing our top picks of the year, doing our thing. This yeah. is the last podcast of the year. Yeah. Again, that year being 2022. Yeah. Um, and what a year it was! It's the year that, unfortunately, the shop uh, came to its conclusion yeah it's it's, it's yeah. the season finale or the series finale Series finale a lot of great memories of, of the old shop yep um and we were cast out into the wilderness and yeah, uh, to, 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 to have to watch movies with the general public or well, or on streaming services well, gross see, that that was the problem for me for doing this because there's a lot of movies that i didn't get to see um just for the fact we don't have them at the store because we don't have the store anymore so you know that's where most of my movie watching came from you know i've been going to the theater a lot more but still you can't go to the theater basically every day, and and even then with the theaters, like with just the uh, the turmoil of you know the streaming, all the streaming services and uh, and whatnot. Um, a lot of movies, a lot of theaters, not doing as well as they used to. Yeah, uh, it's been said that it's it's basically the tentpole movies that are actually keeping theaters in business. So you know, a lot of people, if you're not into Marvel movies or James Bond movies or Star Wars, mm-hmm. then uh, a lot of movies are falling between the cracks. There was there were quite a few movies this year that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So we've got our lists here. We're, we're basically going to uh, list off our favorite five movies of the year. Yeah. Then we're going to talk about some honorable mentions, and then we're going to talk about some, s- shit some of the worst <laughs> movies. Um, but before we do, I have to say um, I'm still so happy that places like the Rio exist. The Rio yeah, thank Theater God for the, the Rio. Street. Yes, because they get the films. They don't. They, I don't know. If, do they don't. Do they get the big tentpole ones? Do they get the Top Guns? So, and the, well, sometimes as a second run when we're allowed. Yeah, but uh, but they get the movies that I want to see. They get the smaller films, the more interesting stuff, the foreign fare documentaries and stuff, the stuff that I'm way more interested. in. There's still stuff that I yeah. haven't seen. Mm-hmm. 
for instance, a little movie like Avatar 2. Oh, so it hasn't come out yet. No. Uh, so, so <laughs> I, actually, yeah, well, maybe like because we're doing the this is sort of the, this is middle of December. There's still a bunch of stuff that I haven't seen that we all haven't seen. But every year it's like this. Yeah. Because I remember you used, you used to crack that whip and and force us to put together our our, our top <laughs> ten of the year list for Black Dog Video I'm sure uh, I Newsletter. Forced, I'm sure, I forced anybody. And I'm sure you will again this year. Yeah. But it's always like ah, oh, but there's still like fucking like. There are movies that come out basically in the second half of December and like in basically all of January. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just can't. Well, so, so my actual list will sometimes include movies that you would think were actually from twenty twenty one or even before or even before. Yeah. Well, you know, like the, like two like two of the top five movies that I had on my original list were from twenty twenty one. I excluded them, but I will talk about them after we do our top picks, just because. They weren't from this year, but I didn't get to see them until like February, March, April, or yeah, whenever I got that's a what, That's to what see happens. Yeah. You know, like one of my favorite films of all time, Inside Lou and Davis, that didn't come out until Christmas Day. Yeah. And then how are you supposed to get to see it? Like, and to do, yeah. do a list by, by the end of the year, anyways. So, anyway, so these are movies that came out this year. Yes. And then, and then afterwards, we'll talk about movies that we came out the year before that, yeah. that we got around yeah. to seeing this year. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a big tangled ball of honey-dipped yarn. It's so confusing. And it, it is. is honey-dipped yarn. With, with knots in it. <laughs> and then the like, psychotic kittens and fingernails. clawing at oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just a, a grab bag of uh, psych- I psychological I, I don't know what we're talking about. Symbolism. No. Yeah, something like uh, She Said, for instance, a movie I, I wanted to say. Not someone here saying that I said that, but a movie mm. actually called She Said. Yeah, but, actually, uh, I saw it, I saw it advertised on one of the streaming services last night. You can rent it for $25. I want to see it in the theater. Yeah. But the only theater I could find it playing in is at New Westminster. It'll probably... Actually, Leads me theater. to believe that certain people don't want this movie to be seen by a great number of people. Probably come to the Rio at some point, but uh, who knows when. Owns and All is yeah, another I one I, I, I'd really like to yeah. see. Haven't had a chance. Well, so but, is it of the movies we've seen, these so are, far. These are our favorites. <laughs> so far in 2022. So uh, why don't we kick things off, Darren? Why don't you get us uh, rolling with your uh, your uh, in no particular order? Well, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my. I've, I've got my top five. I guess I'll, I'll do. I'll start with number five. Are they in order of preference, or are these just randomly nope, chosen? They're in order for me. They're in order of preference. Well, look at you having yeah. having preference. Yeah, I got a little time on my hands right now. It's so. very politically incorrect <laughs> to prefer things. Yeah, well, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, the first film that I'm gonna pick is a film that nobody has seen except for me and I think my wife. Um, it's a film from Romania that came out uh, last year called... Uh, it's, got a, it's got a really crazy, stupid title. It's called uh, bang, Bad Luck Banging or Looney Porn. You know what? Yes. I was going to make a joke about how it's like one of your sex tapes because <laughs> you were like, only my wife and I have seen this. Yeah, and we made it in Romania. And, and just the, and the well, and you went on that trip around the world a couple of years ago. So yeah, they're fi- we're finally getting to the post production on all those things. Yeah, um, uh, it's just and just all the way through. Then I'm, I'm still not convinced it's not. You can you can make as many jokes as you like. No, this uh, this movie is like a like complete surprise, fun, weird little thing. It's about a, a teacher in Romania who uh, makes a sex tape with her partner. Um, it's the movie's very explicit. It starts off with like just full on. They're just fucking and oh, this is all a com- kind of this is a comedy, right? It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. I, I read about this. One. Yeah, and then and then so of course the sex tape gets out, and then you know all the the parents because she's a teacher. Blah blah blah. It's all a. It's a, It's it's done with a sort of a, a strange, uh, light-hearted uh, Eastern European sense of humor that um, would this would never translate 
to a North American production. So um, you don't think there's an American remake? Uh, no, there's no goddamn way. PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Be, Melissa McCarthy. But it, but it's it's more than that too. There's scenes when like the first half of the movie is just her after she doesn't know that the sex tapes out and she's just wandering around uh, Bucharest. Um, which and it, everything's just so weird. There's so many just strange little uh, vignettes of people doing weird shit in Bucharest. I've been to Bucharest, but for a short period of time, um, I didn't notice all this kind of weird stuff. Then it stops, and you get a history of, of Romania, which is really, really interesting. And then you have a confrontation um, meeting at the end of the movie with her and some other teachers, are, and then the parents are freaking out. It's really funny. It's uh, It's pretty sexy, and it's weird, and I uh, simply love this movie. Bad luck banging. Or loony porn. Or loony porn. Yeah. Um, kind of hard to find. I know VideoCat has a copy of it. So uh, go rent it over there. Give RJ a, you know, a little wink and a nod saying, hey, I'm going to rent the yeah, Bad Luck Bang. I'd, I'd like some loony porn, please. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's my that's my number five pick. Number five for Darren. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alex, sir, in no particular order. What is it? It's in no particular order. It's a film I saw at VIF from Israel this year called Karaoke. Oh, of course, you, of course it's, you went and saw it. No, I went to see it immediately. I'm a karaoke. Are you sure you went just looking in the mirror? I'm are, you, a, are you in it? I'm a karaoke were you, fanatic. Were but you the film the safety dance at any point during this movie? Despite the title, the film's not exclusively about karaoke. It's just a very lighthearted comedy. Is about, there any loony porn in it? There's no loony porn. All right. Uh, basically, uh, an apartment complex, this middle-aged couple who aren't fully satisfied with things. Um, is there any other kind of middle-aged couple? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, they're uh, this oh, married couple living together in this apartment complex and this swinging bachelor carefree guy moves into the penthouse or or who, who, who rents the penthouse but is seldom there. This jet setter guy moves back into this penthouse of the same building and hosts karaoke parties. And it has this interesting domino effect between him and his neighbors. Hmm. And it's just a really fun comedy. There's no earth shattering, big revelations, anything like that about life, but it's just, you know, the little petty squabbles that arise and things like I, that. I guess people some, discovering themselves. I guess if someone wanted to life. watch this film, it's probably not out yet. If it was at the film festival. It was at the film festival. So I don't know if you can stream it somewhere yeah. or whatever, but, but wait, wait. I took a friend who is also a big karaoke fan and we really enjoyed the movie, but it's not exclusively about karaoke. It could have been, he could have hosted any number of activities upstairs in his place, but it just like, happens like, to be like Twister? karaoke parties. It could have been Twister parties, uh-huh. but it's more or less about Chest. the domino effect, yes, between the dominoes? friends. Could have, and could have been dominoes. <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot more fun to watch people yeah. do karaoke than play dominoes. But yeah, it's, it's a re- really fun movie. I, and I smiled the whole time, and I recommend you see it as soon as it's available. Where, where did you say it was from? Is it Canadian? It's Israel. Oh, it's Isra- oh sorry, Israel. Israel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem with with those festival uh, flicks. Is uh, so often they just never they never get a, get light, a wider see the light of day here. Like I avoid film festivals just because I hate crowds. I, yeah, I, 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 I cannot abide lineups. I used to I, love um, going to film festival. I'm the same way. I only saw one film the film festival this year. I just I just I can't. I just don't like going anymore. I always yeah. think that they're gonna get a wider release. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and working at Black Dog, I kind of took it for granted because it was just like sooner or later this thing is going to get a DVD release. Well, the thing is, at, at the shop, we I would I would seek out these kind of things. And I, when I used to go to the film festival a lot, it gave me things to try and find, uh, which is always the best thing about that. And, but I'd always I did a lot of research and stuff and trying to find films and of this kind of nature. So we would do our best, but if they don't get a release, there's not much I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they just never do. You just never see them. Yeah. 
Or you just don't get around to it. Tony Erdman, I still haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that either. I Tony Erdman, like, what was that, four years ago, five years Something ago? Something like that. Like, like, you know what, God damn it. And an, another round. Although another round got, like, crazy I saw. I saw that last year, and that was great. Yeah. So. Did they do a remake of it? Uh, another round, another second, I don't know, second round? Did they do, like, oh, another Oh, sorry, no, no, it's a, it's, it's a man called Uvi I'm thinking of. That was another one. So it's, right. Anyway, these movies, yeah, if, if I, I don't know who dictates... Who the wider release gods are, yeah, but surely no there's idea. less of them these days. I, again, yeah. back to the tentpole, uh, tentpole thing. The pandemic <laughs> the, 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 didn't like, help wider releases much either. You know, because so. I, I, you know, I went to the movies last week and it was like th- out in New West, and it was like three screens showing Wakanda Forever. I was like, "Fuck off!" You know, yeah, that's and, ridiculous. And honestly, when it unfortunately I saw this movie, it definitely made my worst of the year list. Oh, and, I'm looking uh, forward to this one. Fucking dreadful. Cool. Uh, only the only movie I've walked out of this year was Wakanda Forever. That was on your. That's your. Uh, that's a, wow! It's the second worst movie I saw this year. Wow! Let's, it, let's, let's save that. No, save but, that but that. then then it's, there were there were a couple of like cool kind of semi indie horror movies playing in the same theater mm-hmm. like once a day. Yeah, so I kind of fear for for the future of of, of indie cinema. Yeah, you know, if the only place that that they're getting seen is is at festivals, or a lot of the stuff makes it to streaming, but a lot of stuff doesn't either. Is there like a like a like a tiff or a vif or an if? Uh, uh, streaming <laughs> yeah. would that be a good idea to have like a like a film festival well, streaming service? There's like, there's like the Criterion Channel that has that picks up those kind of things. And um, what's the one? Uh, the, what's the 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 uh, cl- classic Turner Classic Turner movies? Classics, yeah. That's really great. But they're, but they're classic movies. Yeah, they don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have that one, so I don't. I assume they're all classics. But there is no like needed. like indie streaming service that I'm aware of. I have no idea. I, I would sign up for that. Yeah. Anyway, what's anyway, so, so start so, your own. Call it Dis. Dylan independent <laughs> D- streaming D- service. Diff, diff, diff. Diff. Big diff. Um, that's my that's actually that's my porno uh, name. Big diff. Um, no, okay, but, 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 but once again, yay to the Rio. Keep going to the Rio, and yay yeah. and yay to, to uh, Video Cat. Hey, I'm just trying to throw a little uh, end of the year love around to, yeah, to, man, to, to that's our what friends. It's all about. Uh, so my number five is uh, um, what's not to love. If you're Canadian, uh, if you're a lover of animated films, we're Canadian. Um, if you like great big red furry panda creatures and you love Pixar, I have no idea what you're talking two, about. <laughs> two words, folks. The movie's called Turning Red, and it is delightful. It was oh, it was a right. Pixar movie that came out right at the tail end of lockdown, mm-hmm. and uh, Disney, being the cowards that they are, did not release this thing. I have no idea why not. Um, probably because it's 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 basically it's 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 <laughs> I guess it's about a girl's first period. Oh. But red. <laughs> but who cares? Yeah, I mean that's, that's kind of funny. Well, I watched it with my girlfriend, and um, and I'm not big on subtext. <laughs> but it's you're, a, you're not you don't like it, or you just don't get it. It's about change. No, I got it. I mean, it's mm. it's pretty hard not to get a giant red uh, panda monster. It, it's a it's about it comes out of a girl's vagina. It's about an, an Asian Canadian girl who lives in Toronto, and what's what's. Gr- Toronto. Delightful is is the whole thing takes place in in Toronto, oh, nice. so it's just full of Canadian landmarks and like I I, I live the in CN Toronto. Tower? CN, of course, it's there. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it turns into a big tampon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Well, it deals with issues that kids probably should have a movie about. That mm-hmm. I, I was actually kind of surprised. Up until now, like my first period is usually dealt with like in after school specials or when, whatever. When did you get your first period? I'm still waiting. Oh wow! But I, but I can't wait. No, no. I've talked to my mother <laughs> every every, every Mom, once what's a wrong month with me. Once a month since I was 13. I've been like, when's it gonna come? What am I gonna my breasts? They're they're coming in now. Um. Anyway, so it deals with like, you know, uncomfortable but 
stuff that happens to everybody. Stuff that happens to everybody. Well, well 50% it's, it's, of the population. It's, it's a really fun, cute, funny, colorful movie about puberty. Hmm. And it's a little girl who, whenever she gets angry, her her, uh, her emotions kind of take control, and she turns into this giant... It's kind of like The Incredible Hulk, but oh. for kids. And huh. she's a red panda. And there's there's all kinds of like wonderful... Uh, uh, like Chinese heritage woven into the into the story, right. and I don't know. It's it's totally original, totally fresh. It sounds um, nice. It's 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 beautifully animated. It's fun. It's funny, and uh, you know it's for kids. And, yeah. and and you don't you know it's the it was sadly overlooked. Yeah. Because Pixar has been kind of uh, shit in the bed the last few years. They have, been, but yeah. but but this one is terrific. If you have kids, if you don't have kids, Turning Red is is, well, is know, my number five. Back in the day when uh, when my kid was growing up, I we used to watch all the animated stuff, the Pixar everything, and and I really enjoyed doing that um, because a lot of the stuff is it's, it's actually really good. And it's not it doesn't dumb it down for kids. You know, it's, there's something for everybody. But since he became like he's like 17 now, and we don't watch them anymore. So yeah. I don't watch animated. Movies You're not going anymore. to see Lightyear, you know? No, although I'm, I did see Lightyear, but I have no interest in seeing. I just don't have any interest in seeing those movies anymore either. Well, you know, I mean, I've always had an affinity for animated stuff. Like, I, yeah. if I can, I will go see an animated film on the big screen because I, you know, I saw The Secret of Nim this year, which was just a delightful experience. Well, you know, are we doing that for the podcast or something? I'd love to eventually. Eventually, yeah. I keep threatening it. <laughs> I know. Um, but anyway, uh, we have to keep moving right All along. Right. But so my number five pick is a wonderful Pixar movie. It takes place in Canada. Check it out. And it's great. It's called Turning Red. Awesome. Darren, what's your number four? My number four is another uh, foreign language film. Um, just recently saw a couple weeks ago a film from India, which is uh, everyone's raving about, called India? R-R-R. I've heard of it. R-R. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've, I've yeah. heard about this one. Yeah. yeah. I think it stands for Rise, Roar, Revolt or something like that. I can't remember what the – it's just called R-R-R. It's this three-hour and five-minute um, Indian epic uh, action, political commentary. There's a great dance number in it. It's sort of loosely based on a fictitious uh, character sort of uh, in the 1920s in India, like uh, sort of fighting back against the English uh, colonialistic uh, yoke that they held. Well, they're real characters. It just fictionalizes their adventures. Is, are they real characters? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's a, it's a bromance. The two, the two main leads are both amazing. Uh, the 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 fight and the action stuff is mind blowingly crazy. Lots of animals involved. There's like I don't know. I don't, there's like at least four great action set pieces in this movie. So is it like there's car- musical numbers and dancing? It's and a, I, dance I saw it at the Rio I w- recently. I wish I had seen it at the Rio. People were like a character would raise an eyebrow and people would cheer over yeah. the top. It's it's, it, it's wonderful. It's fun. It flew by. It did not feel like three hours. Like uh, we watched it a couple weeks ago, and my wife, who doesn't like long movies, is like. Oh, it's three hours, but she loved it as well. It just flew by. So, so is it is it cartoonish, like uh, Shaolin soccer or kung fu hustle no, kind of thing? Yeah, there's a like, sort of, but not as extreme as that. You know, there's like a it's scene. pretty extreme. Yeah. it's pretty freaking it's more but, extreme. But there's a there's a there's a great scene when the guys run, a guy running through the forest being chased by a wolf. And a tiger, and uh, he ends up like outsmarting them both. Yeah, 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 yeah. No spoilers, no spoilers. But and there's like the end scene, the fight scene, the end scene is great. And there's a great like train uh, explosion on a bridge that introduces the two characters. The other, it's like it's there's so much great things in it. I don't know. I don't want to give anything away. Over the top craziness and so much fun. It's the most fun movie I've saw. I watched this. Oh, I see. And by the way, I'm just gonna 
say right now, we may as well just spin through me and to you next. Because this we is can on still, your list? Because this is my list, so I'll just mash up with what Darren's Wait, saying. Wait, this is on your list R- R- R's on my list as well. Yeah. And can we just call it what it is? And it's all he said and more. Yeah, it's a it's a blast. You know, I read the breakdown. I really wanted to, but I was just too damn busy. And this seems like a movie that would really benefit from a big big silver screen experience. If it comes back to the Rio, I don't know if it will. It is coming back. Let's. I'm more than happy to go see it again. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've I've heard nothing but great things. And about shout this. out to the person who told me about it first is who is uh, Patrick Garrity. Yeah, he watched it former months, months uh, Black Dog employee. He's a huge fan of this film. Yeah. Fantastic, it's a blast. So, so, it's, so, yeah, it's so, awesome. So Darren and Alex's number four is yeah. correct. <laughs> All right, I guess uh, that puts you up the bat. Well, now I feel like a huge sellout. <laughs> my number, my number four is like. I thought you were gonna say Top Gun. Prop, yeah. It is Top Gun, <laughs> is it, actually. Is it? <laughs> it is. No, I'm glad though. I didn't see this awesome. film, but I heard good things. It it's fine. It's, uh, this is the. I, I, I'll admit, I saw this twice in the theater, to, wow. like in cinemas, and I, and then I snuck back in and watched the second half. So I've seen it two and a half times. Wow. <laughs> um, Largely, again, you got you guys picked this awesome, like super original uh, foreign film, and, and I'm going with Tom Cruise. But you know, I don't mind Tommy. You know, the, the, the guy delivers. He's he. Thing is, I don't like Tom Cruise. <coughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> you're, you're 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 allergic to Scientology <laughs> and, and Tom Cruise. I don't generally like Tom Cruise, but I like the movies that he's in. I like him in those movies a lot of the time. Like, too, I like though. the Mission Impossible's. Those are all good movies. I like Edge of Tomorrow. But he's like, great in them. Like like he yeah. he is a product. Yeah, but I, I just, acknowledge I, that. But whatever I see, it's just when he smiles, he's got that fucking Tom. Oh, Cruise he's funny face. as all hell. Yeah, and he runs. He just looks like Tom Cruise running. I, like, lo- I love my, his my, ridiculous my, run. My, my kid and I, every time we see him in a movie, he's like, hey, he's gonna run. He's running. It's Tom Cruise. I running. don't think he runs in Top Gun. No, he's no, driving. There, a, he's there, driving a plane. There's no Tom run in Top Gun. No. Um, look, I was extremely skeptical about this. They, I think everybody was before it got cause, released. Because I have no love for uh, the the first Top Gun. It's not very good. It's I think it's downright bad. Yeah. I think it's a bad movie. It's a it's a relic of the Cold War. It's, it's, it's uh, a, it was basically like a like a uh, like a recruitment film for the uh, Air Force or whatever. And, and it, yes, and okay, so that is bad enough. Like I can, but I can forgive that if you actually have something resembling a, a human story, mm. like some kind of drama. But the first Top Gun does not have that. Well, him and Iceman. Oh, Iceman! Yeah. I am, I am so dying to uh, make a Val Kilmer based porno movie called The Iceman Cometh. He's <laughs> <laughs> just him in his in his flight suit <laughs> just, with no like, pants. It would be in bad taste now. Yeah, uh, Top Gun surprised me so hard because <laughs> um, I didn't really want to see it, and then I heard that they 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 held off for two years, like saying like, no, this has to be seen in the theater. I'm like, oh come on, Tom Cruise, That's it is ridiculous. a theater movie for sure, and. You know, I, I more or less got dragged to this thing, and goddamn if it wasn't the most entertaining movie I, I saw in a very, very long yeah. time. Um, I'm not one of these like, oh, I hate woke politics and blah, 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 but it was refreshingly just just a fun action movie. There's no woke, woke politics. No, that's what, I'm, yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm saying is... is um, There's nothing wrong with woke, being woke. Woke's actually a good thing. Okay, like, I know. <laughs> I agree. But but what I'm saying is this, this movie is, is just pilots... Male, female of all of different ethnicities, yep. going and blowing up some other country that, that we don't care about. Yeah. It's um, got a what's that? A Miles Teller is that the other? You know, what? I can't stand Miles Teller, but I liked him in this. He, he looks like a potato to me. He looks like yeah. a, like a talking. Yeah, potato. he's top tato in this. <laughs> top tater. Um, 
you know, the, there was just enough love story, just enough. I'm an I'm an aging pilot, and now I'm being called back into service. Who's the Who's of, the woman lead in that? That's the. Uh, it's Jennifer Connelly. Oh right, I who, was like, I, I, who's, well, how can like, you not like Jennifer Connelly? Just, just been a crush of mine since yeah, uh, since Labyrinth, since uh, Phenomena, when she had control of those bugs. Oh, she's in that. Yeah, the Ar- Argento movie. Oh, it's Jennifer Connelly yeah. in that. Anyway, the, the, but basically, mm-hmm. if it's all about the flight scenes, the fact that they put actual cameras in actual cockpits and trained... And, they're and really, the flight scenes are amazing. They're phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the action's great. Both times I saw it. I don't know. Look, it's a simple movie. It's an action movie. You're a simple guy. You're an action guy. It's just... And ordinarily, I uh, I, I, I hate that like rah-rah, mm-hmm. um, nationalistic. But it's not even that nationalistic. No, it's just, I mean, ultimately, yeah. it's a celebration of American Military air, air, air firepower. Yeah. But fuck, man, it's fun. It was just a really good time in the movie. Just check, check your brain at the door cool. and just have a fun, visceral experience. I, 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 I didn't love it. I enjoyed it. Uh, didn't make my top twenty at all, or anything like that. But um, it was fine. It's good. It's a it's 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 a good, well put together movie, and it's fun. Yeah, yep. uh, pleasant surprise. Yeah. So we're on, we're down to number three, Mr. Darren. What say you? My third pick is another foreign film, um, I, which I just saw with uh, my old pal uh, Alex oh. a few days ago at the Rio. A movie called EO. I saw EO at the Rio. EO is EO a, the Ra- is that about Eeyore? <laughs> kind of. Um, EO is a Polish film about a donkey. It's about a donkey who just uh, he just he goes from one uh, situation to the next. Uh, some are good, some are not so good. Um, the music has incredible imagery. The cinematography is amazing in it, and the sound design it's weird, it's trippy. It kind of reminded me a little bit of um, a movie called Under the Skin. A lot from um, a few years ago, Brian. It's another one I've been meaning to see for fucking excellent years. film with Scarlett ex- Johansson. It's, it's an excellent film, um, but only in terms of um, just the kind of the the weirdness and this the sound design. It's 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 off kilter. It's like it's droning. It's in your face kind of times. Uh, and under the skin's kind of the same thing, but it's like an alien wandering through like a, an alien landscape. And the donkey goes from you know situation to situation, and then. Uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's the donkey's the main character. There's not much dialogue in it. There's not too many human characters in it, um, and when they are, they're sporadic, and some of them are jarring, and some of them are nice. Um, fantastic film, it blew my mind. I yeah, was like I, again, so I, impressed I, with I, it. I, I had a look at the uh, the breakdown on the on the uh, Rio website. Mm-hmm. Another one I wanted to see. And if you didn't see it in the big screen, because it is a beautiful film. And the donkey's so cute. I often uh, forget about things like like cinematography and you know. Well, it really, it really stood out in this film. Like just the the camera work and and that there's some some points of view from the donkey, and uh, but for me it was the music and the and the um, the sound design which was incredible. So, so this is a happier donk, donkey epic than say Pinocchio, where uh, where, a, where a donkey named, named Alex met an unfortunate demise. Um, there's no, it's not a happy movie. There's oh. some there's some things that aren't very nice in it, um, and, and I'm still I'm still not sure exactly what happened at the end where he ended up. I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it harkens back to a, like a Brisson, Robert Brisson film from I think the 50s or 60s called uh, Al Hazard Balthazar about a donkey that you know I think it might be a little more miserable movie than this one is. I haven't seen that one, which I want to see, but um, uh, yeah, it's there's some good and some not some good stuff that happens this uh, this. You know, this, this particular donkey. donkey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. All right. Yeah. 
foreign films like we're pop, we're popping on my list. You're, all over you're just all about the foreign films. <laughs> well, they're some of the more interesting it's things just I Mr. saw. This Smarty year. Pants. Well, I've got Pixar. My, 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 I got Top Gun. My, my, you, you got you got a fucking miserable donkey. <laughs> but my last two picks are not foreign films. Anyways, uh, Alex, what's up for you next? Well, my next two. That's right. I'm going to say two at once because they're kind of conjoined twins of movies. I had a really fuck up the editing. I'm not, I know what you're saying. X and Pearl. I knew that's exactly what you were saying. Yeah, they both came out this year. Same creator, same star, and they're wonderful. X is brilliant. Pearl is really good. Mm-hmm. The best thing about both of them is the lead actress. Mia uh, Goth. Mia Goth. Oh. She's wonderful, especially in Pearl. But um, I preferred the movie X because it's just genuinely really scary and creepy along the lines of an old school horror. Most notably, I think, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You can yeah, see the influence. Sure. There's a really great scene where a guy's roaming around a farmyard barefoot, and he quickly finds out why he should not be doing that. <laughs> I, and, I, I love uh, the alligator. Yeah, the can alligator. I, can and I both. ask a quick question? Yes. Does he step on a rake, and does he get seven stitches in the bottom of his foot? Oh, why seven? No spoilers. Because that's what I got when I stepped on a rake barefoot. Oh, running around. Should I see this if I if did I have it, a did it fly hit you in the face like side? No, no, it was a, it was a little handheld rake, like oh, a little oh, hand. Oh, and, and it was held. Yeah, it was un, under the grass. I stepped on a pop can when I was a little kid and sliced my toe. Up. A I pop st- can that was like split open underwater. You know, that's not how you open on. them, right? Use your hands. Yeah, I, I, in I, Dartmouth, I, anything goes. Yeah, I stepped on a slug one time here and it gooshed between my toes. Big black one. It was gross. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a big Ty West fan. Yeah, he's one of my favorite horror directors. Him and Mike Mike Flanagan are my, yeah. probably my two favorite uh, current horror uh, directors. So yeah, those movies are both wonderful, and I'm just lumping them together because you can't really have one without the other. So yeah. it's it's X and Pearl because X. there's a there's an elderly character in X. Played by Mia Goth. And, and she, she also plays a younger character in X. Correct. Oh. She plays two characters in X. She's great. And then she plays the elderly character Pearl as a younger woman in the film Pearl, like a backstory it's like, film. It's, 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 it's like they're both wonderful, yeah. Yeah, I preferred X. X is better, oh. but they're both really good. And I really look forward to future installments. Well, there's a new one called Maxine that he's working on. Cool. It's a oh, Max yeah, with like yeah. triple X where it's like a... Yeah. I, 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 I probably shouldn't give anything away. But I've been reading about that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's see them. Yeah, they're both they're great little movies, and she's a fantastic new actress on the I scene. Agree. So there you go. Very cool. And 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 as for Mike, just want to say yep. Mike Flanagan. I've been working on. Uh, You've been working the, with Mike Flanagan. The, the, no, I did. No, at the Rio though. Uh, this it was this year. I went and saw Gerald's Game. Oh right, right. This is not one I picked. Just a little aside. It's a few years old. Yeah, no, and also I think it was a TV thing, so I got, got to see on the big screen Mike Flanagan and uh, Gina Gershon were in, uh, well, you know, you know, Alex, you were there, or you were working, or something. Anyway, it was terrific. <laughs> I'm a big Mike Flanagan fan. Me, so too. Me he, too. He does haunted house movies, which not a lot of people do these days, yeah. and haunted house movies are my favorite kind of scary films. Me too, me too. And yeah, I, I watched, um, which one did I watch uh, recently? Um, it wasn't it was an Oculus, which, is, which I terrific. really liked. Terrific, yeah, love the, Oculus. The, the haunted... Yeah. Uh, Mirror one. It was. Uh, it was actually one of those um, stupid. Um, it was a sequel. Oh, it was the Ouija. The Ouija uh, Origin of Evil. Okay. Which, which is terrifying. It's a great little horror film. I watched that one. I rewatched it this year around Halloween. But yeah, Mike Flanagan, like especially his early stuff, is really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He hasn't. He hasn't had a misstep really. As far I, as I, I love. I love Doctor Sleep. Uh, yeah. I've been watching The Midnight Club. Which is like oh, his I, new series? Yeah, it's, th- it's 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 for, not, it, it's for kids. It's not bad. I thought I don't think I, I don't think I finished that one. 
I uh, I'm like four episodes in, and his, I'm, his, I'm enjoying it, but it's definitely kind of it's kind of like goosebumps. His, like it's um, not his haunted house, the haunting of Hill House. Um, terrific, was great. I yeah. actually watched that one twice. Did you see so Mid- much good Midnight stuff. Mass? You seen that one yet? Midnight Mass is not bad, but I prefer the and then the other one he did, the Haunting of Bly Manor, which I thought was okay. It was a slow burn, no. but I got I but I, I loved it, but it no. did take a bit longer than the other ones. Okay, so but my number three, mm-hmm. yeah, we're on to three. Yeah, three uh, is a movie that I didn't think I was going to like. Because it was uh, directed by somebody, while I respect him, and uh, no, no, I just I thought his his debut film was highly overrated. I didn't bother seeing his second one, and I the only reason I went to see this is because I was uh, late for a ferry, so I just stayed in Victoria. I'm and intrigued. It, it, uh, the, that movie is Nope, directed by ah. Jordan Peele. I fucking loved it. What yeah. can I what can I say? I don't know. Have you guys seen Nope? I've seen it twice. I oh, still great. haven't seen yeah. it. So I have to say nope. I haven't seen you haven't? Nope. Yep. Yep. yep, it's yep, it's a nope. Yeah. Or yep, I nope, never mind. Yep, I heard you say nope to nope. Whatever. So um <laughs> is it uh, sorry, can you believe I don't have kids? What? This little l- l- level of dad humor coming out of my that mouth you know tonight. About. Yeah. Um oh god, you know you're probably right about that. Don't think about that. Because I had a lot of unprotected sex in, yeah, other, you, in you're, other countries. You were through and throwing your sperm around like it was like candy. Back like in it the was day. Uh, yeah, like it was uh, confetti. <laughs> and, and, and I like that <laughs> SNL skit. When am I going back to Haiti? <laughs> and I'm Rip Taylor, just but it's sperm instead of confetti. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nope is a movie that I did not think I was going to like, but I don't even know why I went and saw it. I was just kind of curious, probably because it. I'm like, this isn't based on a TV show, or it's not a sequel. And I, and I enjoyed, like I liked uh, Get Out, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. And when people are gushing about it, I don't. I'm just like I. I think Get Out was. Well, you probably it was okay, but you, I, you probably went with like when people are gushing about anything, you're going in with expectations. And when you do that, it's generally almost always going to be a bit of a letdown. Well, that 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 might have been it because I I really had high hopes for uh, Get Out's pretty great. Forget it. I don't think it's that great. It is. It's a it's a really well put together, interesting. You know, I, I'd say it's better than average, but it, like it didn't blow my hair back anyway. So, but nope, I don't even know why I went and saw it. I was just kind of curious, mm-hmm. and, and I, it, I it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. It, it, had, it had such interesting such an interesting setting that you never see. Characters you never see, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, totally. a community that is completely underrepresented, and uh, and 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 a totally original. I, I don't want to spoil any of it because well, because yeah. because the 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 quote unquote the mystery. I I did not predict basically where that movie goes. It kept me guessing, yeah, it does. and I was always wrong. It's it's not predictable whatsoever. Not at all, and, and it has elements in it like. Um, uh, spoiler alert! My number one pick is Nope. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, that was my favorite movie I saw this year. The the part that like like was just like I found so intense and crazy was uh, Stephen Young's uh, flashback when he was a child actor, right? Yeah, with the yeah. fucking Gordy, the fucking chimpanzee, he just <laughs> yeah <laughs> murders everybody. Do we want to get into spoilers, or should we just well, say should we just recommend it and uh, and, and say look well, at, they're, they're, and say just don't let your kids play with chimps? Yeah, yeah, but that. And that, that I was reading about that, that that whole bit's shot on IMAX film, and that's why I, for me when I, I saw it in the theater, it's just really intense and yeah, clear yeah. and brutal and insane. Yeah. Although there's one thing that I've always wondered about. I've seen I've seen Nope twice. Uh, the shoe that stands on its toe that's just sitting in the theater in the, not in the theater in the in the set. Yeah. Um, yeah. After the rampage, I, what is that? Is that supposed to represent something? You know. I don't know. Okay. I I think it's like. I think it's like Marcel is is uh, Marcellus Wallace's soul in the briefcase in uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm. It's just it's just, just it, you're, it's just you're not too sure. It's an affectation, right? 
I mean, that, that's what I took from it. Um, but I, I, but I, on YouTube and on podcasts, there's like that goddamn shoe seems to be the only thing anybody wants it to, to talk about. Well, it's curious. That's all. I, yeah. like, uh, I just like to, like, I, you know, everyone can think about it's, what it might mean. A I don't know if it's a MacGuffin or not. No, not um, a MacGuffin. No, not well, at all. I haven't even not seen even, it. It's not so even remotely a MacGuffin. You weren't paying any attention. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, but the, 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 way, the way it's filmed and just the, the fact that the whole idea is of, the, of them is just they just want to get this thing on yeah, camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I love Michael Wincott, who shows up as a cinematographer. Oh, God. Like, yeah. How great is he? Yeah. Although, okay. although his, his camera, is, his non-electrical camera yeah, is, no. is highly impractical. <laughs> Well, it's kind of necessary because you know all the electronics. Oh, there's so much I want to spoil <laughs> yeah. because because I walked out of that. I saw that by myself at a matinee in Victoria, and then I had to go jump on the ferry coming back home. And the whole time, I'm just like, I wish I had anyone to talk about this movie with. Yeah, that like it was just so strange, but but you can follow it. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's weird. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. Yeah, because it's 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 almost a little disjointed. But it, watching the second time, I got so many different things out of it than I that I didn't see the first time. Yeah. The, that's the scene. The scene when uh, he's doing the sort of the rodeo thing with all the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they <laughs> it just sucks. It's that, one. Of, that's one of the most disturbing scenes. It's so. It's so. Yeah, because it, it. Yeah, it's totally disturbing. Yeah, that, it, that, it, that scene it, stuck with me. It for weeks. really creeped me out. Yeah. I still think about it sometimes. Yeah, me too. Oh. Uh, it, it's on par with the, the Sarlacc pit scene from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> so it's it's you know. Um, and the, the, there's that the woman that's in the stands. Like uh, when it's out the second time, it's like, oh, that's his co-star. Yeah, from that's right. The first, the, yeah, she's got the fi- the yeah. fu- the fucked up face. Yeah, we haven't given too much away, but uh, but yeah, it's it's been out for a while now. So go go check it out. Like, I was you- I basically I was expecting one thing. I was expecting one kind of movie, and what I got was a completely different movie, mm-hmm. and it was it was delightful. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. So no, nope. it, it, it's 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 my favorite of the Jordan Peele three films that he's I, done so far. I think I might actually go back and watch uh, Us. Us I, is good. It's, get, my, it's my it's my least liked one, but it's really good too. It's well worth seeing. And I might even give Ghetto another shot because um, I may have I may have uh, I've been, seen I've been, seen been them quick I've, to disregard. I've seen it. all his movies twice, and they're all worth watching at least once or twice. And also, sure. and again, it's not a fucking Marvel thing. It's not a remake. It's not you know what I mean. It's it's, yeah. it's a totally fresh original enterprise. Yeah, and uh, go see it. Yeah, you know, rent if, it or whatever. It, pay money to see it so that so that Hollywood gets the picture. If if it's if it's still playing in the theater, see it in the theater because it's a beautifully filmed. Like there's so many great big landscapes. Gorgeous, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous film. Yeah. And the special effects are great. Yeah, thing the creature design the weird, is awesome. The, the weird thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, we just well, spoiled it. It's not a. It's not. A, it's not a UFO. It's a monster. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, yeah, but it's great. <laughs> yeah, g- 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 but I didn't see that coming. I thought no. it, I thought it was a flying saucer. Yeah. It's like oh, it's like a weird. Uh... And all those scenes are great with all the flat. It's it's all it's it, and all the the those uh, wavy dudes who are in front of car lots. Those those oh the, be- the bendy windy guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like but like, but just in terms of like a just a a, a bizarre otherworldly entity. Mm. I don't know. How did you even come up with that fucking thing? You know, yeah, and uh, the, uh, yeah, we shouldn't say anything okay, about yeah, it. Okay, but, uh, all right, all right. But uh, all, the, all the, like, the characters are all great. The family and the the dude who works at the tech shop is great, and yeah, everyone. It's, I it's, almost want to bump it up another couple of spots, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. Um, okay, so my number three was Nope, directed by Jordan Peele, which brings us down to number two. Well, my Mr. number Darren, two, my number two is X. So uh, we've already talked Jeez, about so my number one and two movies. So you're out. Yeah, that's it. I'm, you win. I, I'm, I'm tapping. You out. win the podcast. No, no, I I love I loved X. I, it was like such a fun uh, throwback '70s. Like he's Ty West is such good. Like uh, House of the Devil, which I rewatched. I went back and oh, rewatched all of his movies. Really? Yeah. He did. 
Yeah. Okay, I gotta Which, see it then. I loved yeah. House of the Devil. It's so much fun. It's like a great. It's a great. That's a great '80s one. This is like a great '70s kind of throwback, and uh, and it's just so well done. There's, it's clever. It's got great gore in it. It's scary. Okay. I'm gonna see. I gotta yeah. see it. Yeah. I didn't realize it was the same director as House of the Devil. Yeah. Uh, he, as I said, he's one of my and innkeepers as well, which is really good. Which is another one that I keep hearing about. Yeah. The list. I know it's endless. And we are back from our commercial break. Yes. Or maybe we didn't put an ad in there. I don't know. We'll find it. Well, I'll put, I'll put something in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Alex has one left. I have two left. So mm-hmm. why don't we just do one of my two? Yeah. And then we can just go back and forth. Sure. I'll just sit here and watch you guys talk. Um, I got to be honest. I thought uh, my number two was going to be on both of your lists. We'll, oh. see, we'll see if my number two is Alex's number one. Oh, I'm excited. This is a movie that... Uh, I saw in uh, Kelowna, and oh. I was alone in the theater. I was you were al- alone in Kelowna. <laughs> alone in Kelowna. And uh, oftentimes, I'll have to wait around all day Did before I do a show. Did it star Joseph Bologna? <laughs> no, but but there are characters who have hands that look like Bologna. Oh, I know you're talking about, of course. Uh, so I, I went to see this thing all by myself, knowing it would be a very strange cinematic experience. Loved, loved, loved it. The movie is everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm. Uh, I forgot. I forgot the name of the director, though. Um, I think there's two two guys that directed. Oh, that's right. No, it's the Davids, right? I I, yes, I have no idea. I think, or is it the the Daniels? I think they're two Chinese guys, aren't they? No, well, yes, but they both have the same first name, and so they're called the Daniels. That's right. Yeah, Daniel and Daniel. Directed by the Daniels. Now, what else did they do? Did they do? uh, No, I think they did uh, Swiss Army Man, didn't they? Don't know. I love Swiss Army Man. I think they did Swiss Army Man, and yeah. and that's why I was a little skeptical because oh. nothing could drag me to see that movie. It's really fun. You should check or wait, it out. Or, no, wait a minute. But, but Swiss Army Man wasn't Yorgos Lanthimos, was it? No. Okay. No. So I think it was the Daniels. Anyway, I, I'm i not... I, I can't... Farts. It's okay. I, I'm not going to watch farts in a movie. You should watch it. It's really fun. No. No, I'm not going... No, you so, you sound like my mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is, she, um, is she recommending that movie too? No, it's, she just says I'm too uptight about farts. But anyway... Um, <laughs> knows she, best. And, and, then, and then she farts, right? So when she says it. Oh, that's, oh. And I'm like, mother! Thanks, mom. Give me money. But yeah, I, this movie made my top 10 as well, but it just didn't didn't crack the top five for me. I'll but. be honest. I thought this was going to be... I thought the three of us would, would... This would for sure be on all of our list. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought when you mentioned that earlier, I thought Nope was going to be the one I thought it was the most irritating film of the year and oh okay let's get into it um because i loved it but i will say this i i do feel like it overstayed its welcome in that kind of like you guys in my house right now oh or me after every podcast (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) i'm always lingering you guys guys got any cold thing that wouldn't leave um okay so yeah i didn't know much about this movie but i thought it looked pretty interesting i had no idea that kai Kei Hai Kwan, who played Short Round and uh, in, in, in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and Data in The Goonies, yeah. uh, was in this, and yeah. I, and I was just thrilled. I'm like, oh my god! It was like a reunion. The cast is great. It's Michelle Michelle Yeoh, Yeo, yeah. um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, it, like, it, I thought it was a blast. I th- do. It's not perfect. That's why I didn't quite make my number one. Um, I thought it took a little too long getting to like the meat of the movie. There's the thing is with this, but there's so much creativity and interesting things going on all the time. It's, yes, I, I, I want to watch it again. I watched the one time, and as soon as I finished watching, I was like, I need to watch this again. Definitely, yeah. but I do, I do think like it was, it, it was a bit repetitive, a bit redundant. Mm-hmm. There's only only so many times you can watch someone take a 
the stapler and shove it up their ass. <laughs> the hot dog <laughs> like, fingers. Yeah. I hated the hot dog fingers. <laughs> Actually, I, I watched it with uh, with my kid, and he hated the hot dog fingers. It's so too. gross. Just like, it, it, but also, it doesn't it. make sense. How you couldn't? How do you evolve like that? <laughs> yeah. well, don't think about it too hard. <laughs> and if you're hungry, waiting for the bus, you're just gonna eat your your own well, finger. No, because it, the hot dogs don't probably exist in that in that realm. Yeah, and, but okay, but but there's no, you have no digits. You have no. You know what I mean? You have no knuckles. It's <laughs> really hard to pick it, things up. How the hell do you? How do you do pull-ups? Or or play chess? Yeah. Or a thumb <laughs> war would be next to impossible. Yeah, next to impossible. Yes. Uh, or how do you flip the bird? Yeah, I know. It's, it's a big it. floppy finger. Yeah. I, I did think it, it it strayed into the goofy a little bit too much for my for my mm-hmm. liking. Again, it was redundant. It's like okay, enough with the rock, enough with the fingers, enough with the butt. Enough uh, with the butt. I, I, <laughs> the wiener <laughs> at the butt. Everything everywhere, up your butt. <laughs> but I did, I, I felt it was like 15 or 20 minutes too long, but I still I still came out of the theater with a big smile on my face. It's, and, a, bl- and, it's a blast. And again, a very original movie. Yeah. As we said, we, none of our, except for the Top Gun thing, nobody's picked like a sequel or like a franchise movie um, just because we're looking for originality. And this is like one of the most original films that came out this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 then, and then, you know, about a month later, I watched uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And it was anything but mad. It was a snore face. It was so fucking boring. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this multiverse isn't that mad. Oh, my God. They have cube pizza. Yeah. And, and the traffic lights are different colors. Yeah. What, what, a, what a crazy multiverse. Oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of good Sam Raimi flourishes in that thing. But overall, it's now. Anyways, we'll no, just not talk about that. No, but no, but I'm just like, I really wish they'd, they'd gotten the Daniels to do... Actually, I'd rather they just hadn't made Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness mm. and put all that money into the Daniels. So what? So you did not care for it, Mister Alex, sir? No, it's just too silly. Really, too really? silly? Yeah, too silly and annoying. And too, and I hated all the explanations about yeah, those other worlds going on. Like, it just didn't work for me at all. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right. Yeah. I, I, I like I like the characters. I like the relationship they had, and especially with Jamie Lee Curtis and the other woman who disliked each other to start, and then. Yeah, yeah, but then in another universe. Yeah. And then the whole weird. thing with the daughter. Yeah. And there was, was the weird hugging on the stairs where everybody had to hug or whatever. I've, I've got to watch it. There's so much in that movie I've I, forgotten. I am a little worried that it might might have Birdman syndrome in that everybody goes cuckoo bananas for it this year, but then you watch it in two or three years. I watched, I watched that movie after. I didn't, I didn't see it when it came out. I watched it like five years after it came out, and I thought it was like, eh, it's okay. See, see that's how I feel about uh, being John Malkovich. Oh, man. It, brilliant it, film. And that there's a movie that came out. 99, good movie, good year for movies. Yeah. Um, but, but I remember really loving uh, just the strangeness of being John Malkovich. And I tried to watch it like three or four years later, and I was like, I don't even know how I like this. Oh, I, I, I still love it. I think it's, I still think it's brilliant. I've only ever seen it the one time in the theater. I loved it mm. being John Malkovich, but I never revisited it. So, uh, what is your number one, Alex? My number one uh, pick of the year is Sick of Myself from Norway, which I recently saw at the Rio. It also played VIF this year. It's completely wonderful and cynical, brilliant comedy about how far people will go for a little bit of attention. I really want to see the this extremes one. for well, even more than a little attention in terms of what this person managed to to get. Yeah, it's just it's about narcissistic, despicable people like these two people who are in a competitive relationship. Uh, kind of like, like you and I. Kind of like you and I, yeah. and uh, kind of like this podcast. Hey, you're here. always arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but those, yeah, it's a really great film. Oil and wrestling. John Waters picked it as one of his favorite films of the year, and I yeah, can totally he, he, see why. He because, also picked EO as one of his yeah, favorite films, and I can totally see why he picked 
um, sick of myself because it examines that kind of trash celebrity culture that he looks at in his early movies like Female Trouble and stuff. Mm. I really liked it. And there's a couple of dark fantasy sequences too that the lead character had so remind me a lot of the King of Comedy. I know you don't like Mm -hmm. King of Comedy, but there's scenes where in King of Comedy where De Niro's Rupert Pupkin character is having these fantasies in which not only is he getting the attention he he deserves, but it's like righting wrongs of his past, and that's sort of what this lead character is doing in her sick of myself. To, to, to the oh. listener, I love King of Comedy. He was pointing at Darren. <laughs> yeah. Darren doesn't yeah. love it. No, King of Comedy, brilliant uh, yeah. film, but again about you know narcissism. And I hope the, I hope it comes back to real because I really want to see it, or at least comes on some sort of streaming fucking thing. There's so it's many really movies good. I need to see. Like that's what was so frustrating about this year. Is yeah. all, all of your picks, everything we've talked about, have been movies that I've been at the very least. Quite curious about. Yeah. No, the, the one I, just, uh, the one I, just, I want to see. I want to see Triangle of Sadness. Was my. Oh God! Yeah, I want I to see that. See, I know. that's the problem with doing these podcasts. Yeah. In like mid December and not in mid January. Well, but. you know what? Uh, you can put uh, your amended list online or whatever back in the day, or, or, or we could we could talk about things in the future. There's or, no rules. Or man. next year we see again. Yeah. Next year we have the same conversation where it's like these, yeah. there are some movies that came out in December, like last year, technically. Blah 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 blah. Did, blah. Have you talked about your number one movie yet? Not yet. What but, might, but, what but might um, that be? hold on a second. So so once again, Alex, your uh, number one pick was sick of myself sick from Norway. Of, from sick of myself. It's just from called, Norway. It's just called sick of myself. It's a Norwegian, but it's a Norwegian film, film. Yeah, but it's a Norwegian. It was film. a big hit at VIF, and now we're showing it again at the Rio, and it's wonderful. Fantastic. Um, my number one pick. I, Drum roll, please. Once again, I feel very, very predictable on this one because I'm pretty. I'm fairly. Yeah, certain, yes, I have no idea what you're going to say. Fairly certain that this one's going to get nominated for an Academy Award and blah 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 blah. And it's it's like it's not from Norway. <laughs> it's not about a donkey. <laughs> it's almost like it's inspired. Like, oh, how about that movie about a fucking like a slimy snail? For, for 48 hours of a slimy snail. Yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, is that the Marcel with the shoes? Oh, is God. Oh, I forgot about that. No, you couldn't drag me to that. <laughs> Same oh, here. shit. No, don't tell Amanda that because she she loves Marcel the shell. Uh, it looked a little too cute. No, it's yeah. not. My, my number one is... No, that was just me saying, like, you guys are oh, picking okay. bleak, obscure fucking art house films, and I'm doing all the Hollywood well, shit. Well, those are the those are the better films in my opinion. But anyways, yes. Uh, my my number one is Martin McDonough's new film, The Banshees oh. of Inishirin. I really, really want to see that. Um, Another one on my list I'm, I'm probably not going to see this year. terrific. I fucking loved it. I will say this. Now, the circumstances of me seeing it, I, I was in... Uh, Bristol, UK, visiting a friend of the podcast, Noemi Fabian. And she works at this awesome theater called The Everyman. And uh, they, they, That's they, a cool they, name for they, a theater. The Everyman Theater is terrific. Oh. oh, my God. Like, yeah, it's like the Rio, but in Bristol. Anyway, and uh, saw a sneak preview of this thing. And, um, you know, I, I'm hit and miss with Martin McDonough. I'll be honest. I hated In Bruges. I, I liked, really I, hated Seven Psychopaths. I, I liked In Bruges enough. It was good. In, uh, it, like Seven Psychopaths was average, but Three Billboards was fantastic. I loved Three Billboards. Yeah. Hated, so, you know, but I've seen, um, I saw a, a play by Martin McDonough called uh, The Beauty Queen of Lenan, which I loved. Anyway, so I'm just kind of like, I don't know where to land on, on Martin McDonough. Mm. You know, uh, much like. Right on his face. Much, much like Detective Riggs <laughs> jumping <laughs> off of a roof. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I wasn't, I wasn't entirely sure because this looked a little bleak, a little. Mm, I like bleak. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's fucking great. Is it funny? It is. Fu- yeah. <laughs> it is funny. You know, a lot of movies are described as black comedies, and you go to see them, and it's like, oh, that's just uh, Amy Schumer 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that's yeah. not that's not a Pu- puking on a child. Or people will describe like Adam's Family Values as a black comedy, really? and, and it, or whatever. I don't think people really know what a black comedy is. Mm. But this is this is really really dark, but also very human and just really fucked up and really funny. And you know, there's only I think maybe six characters in this movie in a very small town in Ireland. And it just basically every moment of this movie um, is important and and uh, like economy. It, it, yeah, well, no, it's it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, there isn't a wasted moment in this movie. Is is it could also be an, a, an excellent play, which is usually a strike against in a movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Even something like Glengarry Glen Ross always, always seems a little too play. Stage it. You can always yeah. you can always tell. But this this has incredible cinematography. I don't know. I think it's uh, of the Martin McDonough films that I've seen. Um, I think it's the best one. Well, it's, considering you didn't like any of the other ones. <laughs> no, I, I loved uh, Three Billboards. Right, right. It was my favorite film of like two or three years. Yeah, that ago. movie. That movie's fantastic. Uh, I just didn't like Seven Psychopaths or it's okay. uh, or In Bruges or if you did any movies before that, I, I have no idea. But yeah, it's and there's one, there is one joke. God, I, again, I, I don't spoil it. There's one moment in this movie where, I, like, I, I, I uncontrollably laugh for about two and a half minutes, three minutes. I was just you're just laughing by yourself in the. It was so unexpected day. and yeah. so and just so in your face and so brazen. I think anyone who's seen the movie probably knows the scene I'm talking about. Anyway, but it's also really dark and really twisted and, and really fucked up. And you it's you it's just, high on my list of movies that I want to see that I don't know if I'm going to get to see anytime soon. I, I want I, I want to see it a few more times. Yeah. I would I'd actually like to read the script. It, it's so well written and so well directed and so well acted. It's it's probably my favorite Colin Farrell performance. You know that that guy when he first came out of the scene, everyone was like, eh, you know, he's like the pretty boy, blah blah blah. But now, like, I like the way he seeged into doing Segued? quirky. What say seeged? I did segwayed. What did I say? Sieged. Uh, I like the way he sieged into uh, <laughs> into just doing weird, like uh, interesting uh, films like this, and uh, and what's the one he did? Uh, the Yorgos Lanthimos, who came up earlier. The Lobster. The Lobster, which I hate more than anything yeah, I've ever see, seen. I, yeah. I, I, I like I like that movie a lot, and I like what he's doing now. And Brendan Gleeson. Oh, I've de- always loved Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. yeah, and uh, there's a young actor. God, none of us will know his name. I don't really want to grab my phone and look it up. Finn Wolfhard? No, but he kind of looks like he's like an Irish Finn Wolfhard. All right, it doesn't matter. No, no, no. I'm, well, I'm just gonna... we don't want to waste the podcast, a valuable podcast time, you looking on your phone to well, find a, uh, an obscure actor. Barry Keegan. Oh, okay, yeah. Barry okay. Keegan, who was in... Um, he's in uh, uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, is he? Uh, the uh, Jorgos Lanthimos film. I did not know with that. With Colin Farrell. There you go. Maybe yeah. that's how he got the job. Uh, maybe. Because everyone just helps each other out. Yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say he's in uh, one of the fucking blandest movies I've seen in years, which is uh, Eternals. Yeah, that one's pretty bland. But he was the one thing I liked in it. Yeah. And then he turns up in this. Anyway, uh, Banshees of Inishir and directed by Martin McDonough. Your number one Go- film. is my number one of the year. Um, it's it's fairly predictable because oh. I don't know. I know it's, that, like, it's been been kind of a downer year for movies in my well, opinion. But I don't know. Like I I I was going back over my list uh, on my letterbox things, seeing what came out this year and what I liked, and I picked out like twenty really good films. Um, but the ones that I love the most uh, that came out last year that are on my actual list. Um, two music documentaries: uh, Summer of Soul. 
Oh, it's great. Yeah. Which is yeah, the, the uh, documentary with the uh, 1969 uh, concerts in, I believe it's in Harlem. I think it was Harlem, yeah. Yeah, over a number of weekends. It's fantastic. And the Sparks Brothers documentary. Well, wasn't it great, the Sparks uh, Brothers? I, I didn't. I knew nothing about them. Yeah. I knew they'd been around for a long time, but I loved it. It was were, those are my two favorite two of my favorite movies of last year. I was very fortunate to get to score a free ticket to see the Sparks Brothers oh. or Sparks as they call themselves at yeah. uh, at the Vogue, mm. and uh, it was a, just a fucking great concert. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I like their music, but I like them, and I like the I like the the, the film I watched about. Well, they're prolific in that they put out album after album after yeah. album, so so you could probably spend an entire day listening to their records. Well, they, and, they did that series of concerts in London. I think Amanda went to them um, where they played like. 20 odd albums like a different album every night every album they've ever recorded which is fucking crazy in sequence over like, the course of like th- three weeks think about that it, uh, the yeah. band has to know all those songs they only playing them once oh, like that, one that, night that was in California no it was in London are you sure? pretty sure yeah I think it was California oh, whatever they played anyways they played all these concerts because I always thought Sparks was a British band they're not? It, it, no, they're from California. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they're from like some suburb of, of LA. Yeah. Which, which, but it's just that they got big. Well, big. They got first got noticed in in um, in London because nobody in America was paying attention to weirdos like these two. Right. You know, a guy with a little Hitler mustache and, yeah. and, and a pretty boy dancing around. They make really, a great really cameo in the 70s movie Roller Coaster. Which I've always wanted to see. I, I, I own it. <laughs> Roller Coaster? Yeah. I saw that in the in theater. It. it had the sense around. So, you know, back when all the, your sheets yeah. was, it, the sheets, your seats would shake or yeah. your sheets yes. would sink. Yeah. Um, it if was, you're watching it in bed. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was really cool. Although it was really stupid because, you know, there's a roller, uh, like a, a carousel and your, seat, your seats are all shaking. Anyways, I don't know, don't remember Sparks being in that movie, but I didn't know them then. Yeah. They're like I didn't a, know them till last year. They're like a band playing at the fair or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't very familiar with them. I, I was somewhat aware of their albums, yeah. but um, yeah, no, that movie was great. Yeah. yeah, it's another Edgar Wright flick. That's uh, right. My yeah. favorite movie of last year was uh, Once Upon a Time in uh, No, sorry, wait. Soho. La- sorry, Last Night in Soho yeah. was well, my favorite. You know, and, and I like that movie so, a lot. So Edgar as well. Wright put out two awesome movies, two bangers last year. Actually, one of my movies, another one that was was actually released late last year. Um, the remake of uh, Nightmare Alley, I thought was just yeah. Amazing. I thought I thought it was all right. It was too long, and there was too much thing, too much backstory, and I don't know. I think they're just it's trying too hard to make it look beautiful. Like it, I liked it. It had greatness in it, but it was too long. Way too long. I they, felt they, that, the originals way better. I just felt like that, my penis. Yeah. I felt that way as well about uh, I ate the Elvis movie that came out this year. I didn't see that. I, oh, I, it's right. There I liked the- it. It has moments of real greatness in it, but again, too long, and it, it loses its focus. A lot of flops. Too much between Colonel it, Tom. It's the most I've cared about Elvis. Elvis but, I'll be honest. But the six, the 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 segment where well, he's preparing for and then pulls off the sixty comeback special, which is my favorite point of his of Elvis's career that part of the movie's fantastic it's just Baz Lorman is a director I just cannot like no matter mm-hmm. how hard I try I, he just is always no I'm gonna be as even more obnoxious yeah, it's pretty in your face that's for sure El, Elvis movie is my second favorite Baz Lorman film although I have not seen uh Shall we, dance, shall we dance or no i really want to see Australia. strictly ballroom strictly ballroom i never i haven't seen strictly ballroom i i love romeo plus juliet that was pretty good i like, and, I like I've, and i've hated everything else that he's i made. like moulin rouge i know i'm in the minority here but uh, i like moulin rouge well in this room you're in the minority yeah uh, there's other rooms where you'd be in the majority right right at home maybe yeah 
and so the fact that I didn't hate the Elvis movie was kind of a, a big <laughs> big check mark. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a Baz Luhrmann movie that I'm not despising. So are, are we are we into the part where we talk about movies? I think we're doing honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah honorable mentions. I've got a couple. Yeah, well, what, what do you got? My honorable mentions are uh, Holy Spider. I want to see that. That's yeah. a really yeah. good film about a serial killer in Iran. Very disturbing film. And uh, I also would throw in Jackass 4. Just because I'm a jackass <laughs> man, yeah. and it had me smiling top at the of, beginning of the I, year. Top of my list. I wish I, I top wish of I'd my seen, list. I, I watched it here yeah. by myself over a couple of nights, and I, I saw these fucking old dudes still over a couple of nights. It's, yeah. it's not because it's it's not well, even the best I, installment I, I or anything, even, but I like them enough. There's like uh, there's so much of that just weird, gross lighting farts on fire. And, sure. Okay. Yeah, all the it's you know, the odd homoerotica, which is fine, but it's just. Yes. I, I, I want to see them get hurt. I hear you. I, I don't want to see them sit on a toilet that explodes or We've something established like that. how I feel about farts. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and the Jackass movies, for some reason, get a pass. I got dragged to the the second one, or, yeah, the second one, quite against my will, uh-huh. and, and was thrilled how wrong I was. Loved it. I, so I, funny. S- same thing. My friends and I went and saw it at the Rio, actually. It was the second or third one. I can't even remember. And we had a blast watching. When you watch it with your friends in a the theater, it's way better than watching well, it home by yourself. And these are like really creative, well-shot, elaborate fucking stunts. So it, now it's just whenever there's a Jackass movie, that's just what we're doing. Oh, it, I'll it, always it's, watch them for sure. Yeah. And uh, and I, I got to say, like, there's, you know, it's not the best one, but how do you judge what the best Jackass movie is? The, the first one's still the best but one. But it I has, think. no. well, whatever the one is where they got, where they fucking, they got that guy to dress up as a terrorist. That's hilarious. And they is threw him in the trunk two, of the car. I think? I, think it's, I think it's two. Like <laughs> He that. thought that was he was hilarious. doing a prank where uh, he was pretending to be a terrorist. A scare, and he was going to scare, scare a, cab a random cab driver, but they right. ha- hire the cab driver to be an overreactionary, <laughs> fully prepared with a gun. Right like guy. Patriot. Yeah. yeah. And, and, throws, and they yeah, throw him in the trunk of a car. But the, but and, and and drive them to the desert and That's stuff. That's pretty creative. But the best part is at the very beginning they all shave their pubes and then they and, and then they use said oh here's the fake hair glued to your face <laughs> so the whole time he's got their pubes glued to his face and then after all of this the guy thought he was going to be killed by his cab driver <laughs> then they show him the footage oh and on top of everything else you've had our pubes glued to your face. <laughs> It's so brilliant. Yeah, it's pretty brilliant. Actually. Little side story. Went mm-hmm. to went to see that um, during the Vancouver Comedy Festival with my old comedy writing partner um, Aubrey Tennant. Oh, I shouldn't use his name. Whatever. No one. No one listens to the podcast. It's true. Uh, and in the <laughs> lobby, like we're walking through uh, t- uh, Tinseltown, and we ran into Janine Garofalo. Mm. And arguably the most humiliating moment of my life was was uh, she's like, "Oh, you guys went to the movies? What'd you see?" And then Aubrey's <laughs> like, "Oh, we just saw Jackass two or three or whatever it was." Oh, is it any good? Yeah, there's this amazing stunt where blah, 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 blah. They glue a guy's pubes. I'm just like, don't tell Janine Garofalo that you love this movie where a guy got... Yeah, I threw my friend under the bus for the sake of my... Well, I, I was just standing there blushing. How did she react to it? She's she? like, and you thought that was funny. <laughs> like, well, yeah, actually. Awesome. Yeah, Janine Garofalo. Awesome. I can, I can love Janine Garofalo and, uh, and Jackass. Yeah. Of course. And, and pubes glued to a face. I love yep. Janine Garofalo, Equally. but Jackass, yep. too, is better than the truth about cats or dogs. Well, that's true. <laughs> cats or yeah. dogs. Okay. Oh, other honorable mentions. Yeah. What else you got? I was going to say Jackass Forever was definitely up there. Nightmare Alley. Oh, a uh, horror movie called The Black Phone, which I really liked. It's out in Toronto. I was a little, little disappointed by that one. I wanted to like it more than I did. I thought the the whole idea was a whole idea of it wasn't very good. Like it's well made, but it just didn't work for me at all as a as a horror movie. What I liked about it was 
not so much the story, but just the setting. Like it, it was a movie that took place in the eighties, where they weren't all walking around wearing fucking leg warmers and, 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 and on, right. on roller skates. Right, this is like, the go goes. Because whenever you see a movie that takes place in the eighties, they act like whatever invention happened, everybody has. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, exactly. And, and, and the cars are always eighties cars. Mm-hmm. When in fact, I, I remember they were like fifties cars and seventies cars. Yeah. In, 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 exactly right, and and this actually got that right. And also the way the kids behaved in the playground is how kids behaved. In yep. in that they were punching each other in the face. They, they, they were they were using terms that <laughs> you, not, you love that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I I love I love that they were like shitty eighties kids who were acting like kids act, shitty kids actually acted in the eighties, as opposed to the new equivalent, which is, you know, like the, 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 it, it's almost like they're not trying to hurt each other's feelings. Well, it's, it's, it's like the, the Stranger Kids things. Yeah, Stranger Things kids are not kids it's, from the eighties. The, the, the Stranger. Th- Stranger Kid things. Yes, Stranger Kid things. <laughs> but it's, it's just like, but I remember just like just how awful kids actually were, and oh, I, yeah. I, and I thought like these violent kids who were like racist and homophobic and all of this added an element of of, of realism mm-hmm. to this movie that took place in a shitty suburb. But there's, in there's the eighties. Like, there seems like there's a fucking van that everyone's looking for. Okay, that's, and it's all over the place. Yeah, and all the fucking balloons that like. Dude. Black black balloons. Yeah. Black balloons. Not, yeah. not even oh, I'm just a regular clown. I just yeah. happen to carry around black <laughs> Hundreds balloons. Hundreds of black balloons. Yeah. They're, they're, in that, broad daylight. Yeah. That that part was just really dumb. Although, I mean, the, the, I remember being terrified of being abducted when I was a kid because it was it was the era of Clifford Olson and I grew up yeah. in Surrey. Yeah. And like my, uh, my wife's the same thing. She knew uh, one of her classmates got a, was killed, abducted and killed by him. Oh, so, oh my god. Oh, I know. Geez. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, just down like lived in the neighborhood. I, I forgot to tell you, we actually went to the same school. Yeah. More or less. More or less. Yeah. There was but a no, guy no, yeah. who made headlines at the time, though, of the Clifford Olson spree. There was a different Clifford Olson who lived in the Lower Mainland who was like a plumbing supply guy. And Gosh. that was the name of his company. Unfortunately. And he actually did a lot of media to say, please stop harassing me and my family. We're not, not the murderer. that guy. Yeah. Who would uh, actually think, oh, this has got to be... Uh, I can't believe they let that guy to prison to become a plumber. Well, I, not, I think it was just they were targeting the business, you know? Well, I know. It's, it's just it's just think. Not, yeah. You know, I guess you have to change the name of your business. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to move on to one of my uh, picks okay, that didn't quite make the, the top top ten. was uh, Paul Vorhoven's, uh, or Vorhoven. Haven? Vorhoven. I think it's Hooven. Verhoven. His most recent one is like a sort of a modern day uh, non-sploitation flick called Benedetta. Oh, uh, I heard of, again, yeah. another one I heard about. New York Times trashed it infamously, but I don't oh, care. Oh man, I fucking love it. I don't care about it was, New York it Times. It was kind of sleazy and sexy. and I haven't and seen it, but re- I heard. Really, really well done and had something to say. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Like it's yeah, it's not for everybody. Like I, for me, sexy and nuns generally don't go together. But um, yeah, this is it was pretty hot and it's pretty good and it's uh, yeah, I I, I love uh, his films and it's happy to see him awesome. another foreign film. Yeah, I was happy to see him back on his old stomping grounds nice. of being he, a bit he, of a you know controversial been, director. Well, he I mean like he started out. I mean the first film of his I can think of is Spetters. Spetters you know, is great. And I, no, a, I love it. But yeah. then he gets into Robocop, and then he gets into you know he works his way up to uh, Basic Instinct, and then uh, I, I guess uh, you know obviously Total Recall, and then and then what was it? it Starship was, Troopers. We've got uh, we got Showgirls in the podcast there. not too long ago. Yeah, um, and that shitty uh, I, I, Invisible I think, Man movie. Well, I think Show. I liked uh, Hollow Man. I thought I liked Hollow Man. Yeah. It's it's just it should have been way better. Voyeuristic garbage. It should have been way but better. But I found it very very entertaining. 
it's it's like he just kind of dropped off. Yeah. And he disappeared for a while, and then he came back and he made a, he made L, which was. Which is really good, actually. I loved and it. Again, pretty controversial. Very controversial. Yeah. Very yeah. rape fantasy. Yeah. Fucking. Isabel like, it, Hubert. She's always good when she, she when she shows up in a movie. When she showed up in EO, I was like, oh, hey, it's it's Isabel Hubert, which I've I always loved her. Yeah, and and now this. So it's like I kind of like it when directors get too big for their britches, and then, yeah. and then they sort of yeah, go I mean, back into for, their, I, the roots. Now I haven't seen a Shyamalan movie in a while. Uh, old was the last one, but when they go to the I beach and get I, old, I didn't see it. It's old. dumb. All when they, the, yeah. Don't we all go to the beach and get old, though? <laughs> but not that I quick. Mean, <laughs> a stupid son. Um, yeah, uh, I, he got too big for his britches, and, and then he started making these little movies, like which are know, which are also like they're like good. They're twenty-five, thirty million dollar movies that that, that. that from what I've sure, heard I'm sure, are, are, I'm sure, are better. I'm sure Benedetta was like maybe like a four or five million dollar movie. Because uh, it's, it's basically set in a convent in the like, 15th century, wherever it is. It's really good. I, I loved it a lot. Any more for, from you, Alex? No. <laughs> um, I did see one that was never released in theaters. That was terrific. Uh, called Raymond. Uh, sorry, Raymond and Ray. Never heard of it. And uh, Ethan Hawke and Ewan McGregor played brothers. Oh, that's when you're looking up your earlier. It was. And now I've, but I forgot who directed it. Hang on a second. Raymond and Ray. We can edit all this out while you look on your well, phone. Well, no, you know, it takes me like literally Leave 15 seconds and you're freaking out. I'm not freaking out. Uh, I just uh, try not to, not to have Alex be bored over here. It's He's directed by asleep. Rodrigo Garcia. Anyway, the movie, unfortunately, it's only available on streaming. I, I, I really wish um, it, it had uh, been released in theaters because it's great. It's really great. It's, um, it's, a, it's a wonderful drama with Ethan Hawke, Ewan McGregor. You think of those two, you think, yeah, brothers? Yeah. I don't know. Sure, but, why not? Scottish, yeah. What one does uh, one does a questionable American accent at all times, and that, and then the ones, uh, um, uh, McGregor, McGregor, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's great. Uh, they have to go, uh, their father, their father died. It's it's one of these family drama, like kind of a sardonic kind of someone in the family is dead kind of movies, and they have to go, whatever. It's a road trip movie. The The condition is that if anybody in the family wants, uh, the uh, what do they call it when you die and you get money from your dead a will inheritance. Um, inheritance inheritance these two have to dig the grave oh, okay so ba- basically it's it's these two just digging a grave you know what really? I totally butchered <laughs> it's a, it sounds terrible it's it sounds boring it's as fuck. Su- it's such an interesting <laughs> character study and the uh-huh. performances are just sometimes it's, a movie is all about the the well, those the are two good actors so. and and they have great chemistry I I can't think of any other movie that they were in together. No. So, and I'm surprised it's the first time I've seen them. And they're just basically in a car disagreeing uh, through the whole movie. And then they're digging a grave oh, and, and, and kind of getting along. Anyway, Raymond and Ray would almost, almost made my I, I, cut. I'm going to throw, throw one more out um, with Sean Baker's uh, latest film, uh, Red Rocket. Oh, I, which came out That's superb. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like excellent an, film. Excellent little film of an aging porn star who's down on his luck, goes back to his hometown to sort of you know, glom off uh, his family and stuff and things don't go. He ends, he ends up in an appropriate, inappropriate relationship with a girl that works at a donut shop. It's really, really good. I, I love Sean Baker's little weird little character studies of like the, so the, the kind of, you know, people in America that don't get much screen. Is Sean Baker, presence. Tangerine. Tangerine, uh, Florida Project. Loved Florida. Uh, Flo- Florida. We did our best of the, the 2010s to 20s. That was my number one film of that. That was 10 years. Oh, yeah. I love the Florida Project. It, it was, yeah, yeah awesome. it was great. And 
we've uh, we had that movie like his first movie or something. Someone came in and sold it to us. Yeah, for a I can't what it's called. And he came in the shop and he signed all. Of, I actually have a, a autographed copy of Florida Project and Blu-ray here. But yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I, I never got never did to see it. He did one called Starlet as well, which I never saw. Yeah. So much to see. So I know. much to see. But yeah. I, I heard nothing but good things about Red Rocket. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, if it's Sean Baker, it's gotta be good. Yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna put my list uh like online in the next uh, probably a couple of weeks. There's a couple of things I wanna see, but there's gonna be other stuff on it. Um but yeah, I don't we're kinda of running out of time. We're here. running out of time. Let's not bother with the worst I've list. Really? Oh, okay. Let's do it real quick. <laughs> yeah, real quick. Okay. Like, um, I'm going to say my number one worst film was that stupid fucking dinosaur movie, Jurassic oh, Blah Blah Blah. It was so year. bad. It was insanely bad. Like, I, I love dinosaurs. I can't believe and I And I'll watch almost any movie with a dinosaur because I grew up loving dinosaurs. And those Jurassic Park movies have gotten worse as they've gone along. And this is the ultimately the worst one. They're even the dinosaurs even look like shit. I, they look terrible. I also love dinos- dinosaurs. I am drinking a, a beer right now called Dinosaur because that's just because I love dinosaurs mm-hmm. and I'm alcoholic. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I love sour things. Not in that order. And uh, I, wa- I watched first half and it was like, yeah, this sucks. And I snuck into Thor, Thor, Love and whatever. That was not good either. And then I eventually went back and, and watched the second half of. Um, Dinosaur. Uh, of dinosaur blues or whatever well, like, the fuck it's called. What a waste of fucking it's, Sam Neill and Laura Dern this movie and Jeff is Goldblum. A, it's not even about dinosaurs. It's about fucking uh, uh, locusts. That's right. Like Dinosaur locusts. Okay, and everyone's... <laughs> you know what? Okay, we, we mentioned Batman v Superman in, in, in the last podcast. Uh-huh. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, isn't it exciting that Batman and Superman are... F-? No, I don't want to see Batman and Superman. They, they live in different worlds. Batman fights Batman bad guys. Superman fights Superman. But, so with dinosaurs, with dinosaurs, it's like, wouldn't it be amazing if the dinosaurs got off of Jurassic? No, I like it when they're on the island. It's, it's scarier because they're, well, they're on the island. Well, they get the whole thing's done. They show a scene of like some giant pterodactyls living on like like a like the Chrysler Building or something in New York. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they're, they're, what, what should we do with this? I thought they might probably swooping down and taking people off the street. Yeah, the machine gun young. kill them all. Yeah. And, and then they always have this thing at the end, like of uh, Jurassic World called? Dominion is like is like. But now they're all just getting along great, and you see, and you see like like fucking um, apatosauruses or whatever, like hanging out with buffalo and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You know, and, you, and, and like the family dog is hanging out with a velociraptor. It's like oh, uh, and they all yeah. just got along. That's uh, so dumb. Oh my god, it's be, it, it was it is so fucking bad. Yeah, it is so fucking bad. And and and, and sorry, Chris, guy, sorry, Chris Pratt. No, I don't. Like You're done. Is, yeah, like time Please. to move or whatever. I I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, oh god. And but it, he's the worst thing in those movies too. It, yeah, well, the effects are terrible. Everything you liked about the first Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs Park, look terrible. Yeah, it looked, it looked like I made the puppets or something like that. It was like it was like embarrassingly bad. And they're not. They don't kill enough people no. at the right time. And it, yeah, it, like they're, when they're running around it, in Rome, it's just it, so dumb, dude. And it's it, and it starts out with like. Anytime a movie starts out to get you up to speed and it's like uh, it's like a TikTok or something where, where it's like, <laughs> well, and then the dinosaurs took over the world when no one was looking. Like it, it uh-huh. literally starts out with like some bullshit uh, Entertainment Tonight type montage. Anyway, whatever. Mm. Good good call. Yeah, that, that movie fucking sucked. Yeah. You? No, uh, there wasn't really anything I disliked. You didn't say anything to... bad? They, I think they, they, I'd say most overrated is the everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, it's a, but, but, it's, but it's not but a bad I film would, though. Well, I'm not saying it's bad, yeah. but the, the the other two films that are my be- uh, worst year of the list are the there's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. God again? That came out like a, a, a reboot. It was fucking terrible. And um, uh, Moonfall. <laughs> Did you watch oh, Moonfall? Even I didn't see Moonfall. <laughs> it's, so, it's so I love disaster movies. 
and I'll watch almost all of them. And this one was so bad. <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't even bad enough to really enjoy it, which... A bad, a good bad disaster movie I can enjoy on whatever level, but this was just terrible. But that that's it for me. For the I did, I did re. Although I did rewatch. Speaking of bad movies, I did rewatch the core. Oh, I haven't seen that fucking movie in forever. It is even worse than you remember. I don't remember it at all. Astonishingly inept. <laughs> but even then, I, I wouldn't watch Moonfall. I'd rather watch the core fifteen times. Moonfall, like it's Roland Emmerich, isn't yeah. it? And, yeah. But the thing is, he does disaster movies quite well. Um, like have, for, for all the, the special effects, but they're always insanely stupid. I had a lot of good things to say about 2012. Yeah, but it's, it's a again, it's a terrible, stupid movie, but, but it's entertaining enough. But the moon getting sucked to Earth <laughs> because of aliens or something, and how it affects the gravity, and people can sort of float around. It's like so fucking dumb. I don't know what happened. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I want to enjoy it, but it's just, it's not good. So, what do you got uh, left on your your shit list? The, the worst movie I saw this year was probably Black Adam. I didn't see that. I don't want to see it's that. Really, it, but, I mean, it's, that's just garden variety bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's The Rock and he wants to be a superhero and not, nothing makes sense and it's annoying. And then also DC is trying to rip off Marvel in all the wrong ways. Fucking terrible. We're here to talk about um, good movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, Wakanda Forever. I, I think Wakanda Forever... Yeah, it's like it's the word. It's just fucking terrible. Yeah, I, I, like insultingly I, I'm, bad. I, I don't. And I like much. Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I, did. I was excited about about a sequel, and I got so bored, I just fucking got up and walked out. That's too like, bad, man. It, yeah, um, and uh, and there's a movie called The World's Greatest Beer Run. Oh, well, I, I saw the advertisement for that one of the streaming things. Like one, the, I would never watch it just because of the name. It looked really fucking stupid. Well, it. I thought it was gonna be like American Pie, or that's. I don't American like. I, I don't like American Pie, but I, I just thought like, oh, this will be like a goofy comedy. Like, dude, where's my car? And dude, it's, where's my? But instead, uh, it's it's trying to be like it's a Vietnam. It's thing. It's trying to be platoon. It's but, like, it's but a comedy. A, it's like a dude who lives in, in the Bronx and he's kind of a blue collar guy. He's like, no, I'm going to bring some fucking beer to my buddies in Vietnam. What a stupid conceit. And then like, he the goes. Whole thing, the whole idea is dumb. It's, I have to assume it's based on a true story. Because, it is like, based it, on a true story. Because it's stupid and it's, it's way too stupid to be a fictional thing. Yes, it is true. And it does that annoying thing at the end of the movie where they show you photos of the real people. Right, where they have their arms around each other. And they're all beer. drinking beer. Yeah. And uh, But the thing is, it really tries to be like platoon at one point like this guy's big realization is it wasn't until i brought this duffel bag of beer to my buddies that i realized <laughs> bad stuff was happening war. in vietnam yeah, you're in a fucking so. war zone idiot it's like what and you're like it's just so bad and then and then i saw who directed it and who it's uh, peter farrelly oh really um director of green book I never saw Green Book. And yeah. It won the fucking Academy Award. You want to talk about the the, the most undeserving movie to win uh, Best Picture? It's easily Green Book. Well, we we could do a whole other podcast. No, no, on there that. is no debate. Green mm. Book is mm. the worst movie to win Best Picture. I've seen Crash. I've seen Driving Miss Daisy. Yes, I've seen Shakespeare. Forrest Gump. I like Shakespeare in Love. I also like Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah it's and I'm like, oh, of course, it was directed by by, by fucking Peter Farrelly. That's that's why it's 
They but, went straight to video or whatever, straight to home video. Anyway, it's atrocious. Don't see it. So, so that's like the worst movie I saw this year. Okay, well, I think we've talked about enough about the bad movies, but yeah. uh, and and the good movies. I think it was a it was a fun podcast. I, I could and talk the, and, I, and the ugly movies. I could talk about. Uh, I could talk oh, about the, oh, like, sorry, great movies sorry. all all year all night long. But we should wrap this up. It's it's. Uh, I'm getting a text here. Oh, a text for, from is, our, it, is it from Santa? No, it, it's <laughs> the, it just says the power of the dog. Why? What, what is that, Greg? Okay. No, actually. Oh, that's the one with fucking Benedict Cumberbatch as that a gay was cowboy. The, that, that was one. Of, that was one of my favorite movies of last year. Oh, okay. I love that fucking movie. Well, Greg liked Green Book, so you guys can yeah. fight it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this uh, this the uh, fucking thing up. Okay. And there aren't even any dogs in it. No, I know. Are there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. It was well, a good movie though. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. You, uh, you were re- you were taking us out, so take yeah, us out. Um, the, it was like it was a, a pretty good year overall. But again, because we don't have the video store, um, it's hard to see um, the movies, like more movies that I want to see, which really sucks. It, like that's, losing the video store sucks on a lot of levels, and that's just one of them. Um, but I think we all managed to see some really good stuff this year. Yeah, and, and some uh, terrible stuff. Yeah, and uh, I, I, again, for me, most of the, the stuff that I really liked are this, the, the lower, uh, you know, the stuff that doesn't, the foreign films and documentaries and stuff that doesn't get a lot of praise. But my number one film was Nope, which is actually a, p- a pretty big release. Which was my number three film. Yeah, and it was a, a great uh, great film. It was a pretty good year for film, and um, hopefully next year will be even better. And Alex's number one was... Sick of myself. Sick of myself. From Norway. Again, again, a film that Norway. probably a lot of people are never going to see. And my, Wonderful and my movie. number one, uh, once again, was The Banshees of Inishira, mm. directed by Martin McDonough. A lot of good films there. And that's the thing. You, you got to seek them out. Yep. You know, I was a little too busy to seek out most of the movies you guys picked. So I have my work cut out for, me f- uh, for next year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're taking our Christmas holidays. Uh, we'll be back in January. Yep. Let's talk about more movies. Yeah. This has yes. been the Black Dog Video Podcast. I've been Dylan Reimer. Who have you been? Alex Chisholm. <laughs> I'm a little freaked out by his... Yanni uh, his, Alex yeah. Chisholm. Uh, Darren Gay over here. Um, and, and also thank you to Greg who uh, yes, t- Greg, tweaks the knobs you. and... Uh, makes us sound and, and look as good as we do. And uh, pinches the nipples or who, whatever who he does Who else makes there. you guys look good with a pair of scissors? What? You, I don't know. You sound like a murderer. <laughs> you just said Greg makes us sound and look good. There's someone else you forgot to mention. Oh, no, just because I look good. Oh, I, whenever, well, I think we're talking about some haircuts. No, I say whenever I, oh, yes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were threatening me. Yeah, me too. I was getting scared uh, there. <laughs> the way you're pinching your fingers together. Well, I had a fantastic haircut uh, about one hour before this podcast. It's uh, so good. You, I, you, you can probably hear how much more streamlined I man, am. Man, your, your haircut looks so good. I just want to jizz all over it. I would yeah. hate it if you did that. <laughs> I, I, I'll restrain myself. Not till New Year's Eve. All right. Uh, yes, okay. <laughs> Jefferson's Barbershop. Go get a haircut at Jefferson's Barbershop. You'll want to jizz all over your hair. Yes, when you you'll, get just, you'll just want Darren to jizz. J- Darren will want to jizz on your head. I, I, I think I think that's I think their motto, had, isn't I think it? you've officially had one sip of beer too many. <laughs> I think maybe you're right. Uh, but you're getting your haircut there tomorrow, aren't you? Uh, so, so, so in the next few days, yes. Do it. They're, they're fantastic. They're, they're located on Commercial Drive in East Vancouver. Um, if you have any suggestions or comments, Go yeah. to the, go to the website www.blackdogvideo.ca and co- hit the contact page. Send yeah, because if, you guys, if you, you guys want to hear some uh, movies, we want, like you want to, we want us to uh, review in the future. Let us know. We will happily We're do it. Suggestions. Send us some letters. Send us some love. We're running out of ideas. Um. So happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Ho Ho, all that shit. Uh, Ramadan, it's a happy thing, right? I suppose so. Okay. I don't know, but um, I, don't, I don't. Okay, everybody. Well, we'll see you in the new year. Thank you. for Happy listening. New Year, everybody. All right. Feliz Navidad. Good night. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> and fuck off. <laughs>
Black Dog After Dark podcast is recorded at Black Dog Video on Commercial Drive in Vancouver, Canada. It's presented by Alex Chisholm, Darren Gay, and Dylan Reimer. It is produced by Dylan Reimer and Darren Gay. Alex just kind of stands there and drinks beer. The intro and outro music was recorded by Tiger Burning Bright, composed by Jeff, who works at Jefferson's Barbershop, also on Commercial Drive. And he's a damn good hairstylist. 